Hi everyone and welcome back to Christianity Unfiltered where we're speaking the truth of God's Word in love. Last week we talked about addiction and is it a disease or is it really a sin that we're dealing with? And today we're going to talk about what do you do after the addiction? Like once you've gotten free from that addiction, how do you keep your freedom? Where do you go from there? And when we were thinking about this, one of the first things that came to me is you have to recognize that you are a new creation in Christ. Hmm. In fact, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have gone away, and behold, all things have been made new. Amen. So we've got to realize that once we have been set free from that addiction, from that problem, from that sin, now we're a new creation in Christ. And everything that we were before, that's gone. That's dead. It's, it's behind us. It's under the blood. It was left at the cross. And now we're a new creation. Hmm. So where do we go from there? Hallelujah. Amen. Um, Good question. Like right, yeah, Good right, question. Right off of the heels of that is realizing that you're not just a new creation. You've been adopted into the family of God. So you're like a son and a daughter. Yes, you're a son and a daughter. <laughs> yeah. um, so you, I've got this in 1 Peter 1.14, and this is the um, NLT translation. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You must know any better. You didn't know any better, sorry. But you now, but now you must know, be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy as I am holy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you don't slip back into the old ways. You don't right. slip back into the old things that you were doing before. And it's easy to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like with music, with TV, and like knowing that you have to cut certain people out of your life. You mm -hmm. know, people that you were dealing with before. But we have to live holy. And mm -hmm. God gives you the supernatural ability to cut things off and to get rid of things. See, that's what the Holy Spirit is there for mm -hmm. because He leads you and guides you. And you're going to listen to the word of the inward witness. And you, you're going to have the word of God to tell you. And then you're going to have him bearing witness with what the word of God tells you on what to cut off, what to get rid of, what to stay away from every time. Yeah, I remember um, Dave talking about like after he got set free from alcohol that um, he was like, you know, I was this way for so long. He's like, but then I had to completely stop. He's like, but God was there to help me with it. And he's like, my dad always used to tell me, you don't have to worry about getting rid of your friends. Your friends will get rid of you. Yeah. And it's a matter of the Bible talks about, you know, the people that you used to hang out with. They're like, what's wrong with you? Why, why aren't you doing the same stuff? That you used to do why aren't you coming and joining us it says about um they wonder why you're not joining into the same yeah, dispensation <laughs> of mess that they were yeah. in yeah so that that is part of that change because you're not that same person anymore you're you're not the party guy that you used to be or the party girl or you know you're you're not going to those same places all the mm -hmm. time because now 
your affections have changed. You're yes. not, mm. you know, infatuated with the drugs or the alcohol or the people or, you know, whatever it was that was that addiction. Yes. Now it's, okay, my heart is for God now. Yes. This is my affection. This is where I want to put my attention. So it does, it makes a difference for us. That's yes. funny that you said affections because it actually says in 2 Corinthians six twelve. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Todd White, he preached a whole, a whole message on that. And it was, you are limited by your own affections. Mm -hmm. Like what, what is your heart drawn to? Like, mm -hmm. do you go home after work and sit on the couch and, you know, eat dinner and fall asleep watching TV? Mm -hmm. Or are you setting that time aside to spend time in the word, mm -hmm. to spend time in prayer and like having that one-on-one -on -one time with God? God, because right. that's when he speaks to you, mm -hmm. you know, and allowing the Holy Spirit, like when you feel convicted by something or you hear something that maybe the pastor says mm -hmm. or something that you read, yes. you know, you're not going to be offended by it right. and get uptight. Yes. You're going to allow the Holy Spirit to like reveal that conviction to you and mm -hmm. you stop, you stop doing whatever you're doing that you shouldn't be doing, yep. you right. know? So, it, and it says, so. Okay, as far as staying free, and like we talked about last week, so there's a different lie, a lie and deception. They have a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. So a lie is an untruth, but deception is when you believe the lie. Mm -hmm. So spiritual warfare, as my spiritual father Drummond de Villiers told me, he said that, and he's right on point. It's when you believe the word of God and what it says over everything else, Amen. over all. Okay, so. Jesus says that those that are of the truth hear my voice. Mm -hmm. He says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then uh, there's another scripture. He, though, those that are of the, I said that one though, right? Those that are of the truth hear my voice. Right. Yes. Um, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So, um, those that are and those that are of the truth hear my voice. But Jesus saying these things, and He knows that the Word of God is going to bring you freedom. It's powerful. It's alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, John one one says that in the beginning was the Word, and Jesus and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, Jesus was there in the beginning. Yep. And that's what I love about the Word being alive because it's Jesus. Jesus is the Word made flesh. And that is another reason why it is so powerful in our lives. And this is why we have to use it against the temptations, against like our spiritual warfare, against the enemy. Because if you think about it, Jesus already defeated the devil. Exactly. And so this is him. This is him alive when we use it. Yes. yes. So and it how is he so defeated. important. Yep. And how he defeated the enemy yeah. in the wilderness was speaking the word and the scriptures. And it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's right. Jesus. In Psalms 107 verse 20 or, or 107, 17, one of those two scriptures, it says he sent his word 20. and healed them yes. and, and delivered them, them from yes. their destructions. Who's yep. the word yes. that he sent? Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's the word. And it says yep. my word will not my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which yep. I yes. sent it to do. So when Jesus came, he said, I'm not here to abolish the law or the prophets, meaning mm -hmm. the old, like the scriptures of the Old Testament that was written by Moses and the prophets. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm to here to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. 
everything that was written about me. And when he was on the cross and everything that was in the law, he said, it is finished. So there's a finished work on the cross. Okay. And it says uh, in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, and this is the Father, what the Father did. It says, He who did not withhold or spare even His own Son, mm -hmm. but gave Him up for us all, will He not also with His Son freely and graciously give us all other things? Mm -hmm. Freedom, deliverance. Mm -hmm. right. And then uh, verse 37, Yet amid all these things we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us right so we're new creation we have the victory then the other thing that we have to think about is that separation we have to separate ourselves from the way that we used to be yes. from and we have started talking about this already like what are your old habits yes. where are the places that you always used to go visit what are the certain things that you used to do yeah. that are triggers because if you're a new creation in Christ, all those things are dead. Yep. I mean, you have to picture that person that you were as a dead body. Exactly. I mean, really, like in the casket. And I mean, you yeah, die you to sin with, Je right. with Jesus. You die yeah. and you enter into it with baptism. You yeah. put off the old man, mm -hmm. so, right? And you take on the new nature of Christ. Mm -hmm. And in Ephesians 4.22, it says, throw off your old sinful nature yes. and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Yes. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Mm -hmm. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, yes. truly righteous and holy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you've got to get rid of all that old stuff. Mm -hmm. You've got to be done with it. And like knowing it, because we personally came from that, oh, it's yeah. not always easy. No. And when you're dealing yeah. with family and you have family members that you love and mm -hmm. you still want to be around, you have to do what is right. And you have to completely like 100% surrender, give everything to Jesus, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you because he is the spirit of truth and he'll mm -hmm. lead you in all, like he will not leave you. Okay, and this is, I'm just gonna go into this other scripture that I had. It's John 14, 17. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Mm -hmm. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Amen. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it says in such some of you were once, but you were washed clean purified by a complete atonement for sin and made free from the guilt of sin. And you were consecrated, set apart, hallowed, and you were justified, pronounced righteous by trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God. Mm -hmm. And this is part of your cross bearing. Mm. Jesus said, if you don't deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. Right. This generation, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Mm -hmm. People that tell you they love Jesus, by their fruits you shall know them. That's right. They live, eat, sleep, and breathe Jesus all the time. Mm -hmm. And they're all about the kingdom of God and winning souls, getting souls set free, healing, signs, wonders, mm -hmm. deliverance. Period. Yeah. I have to say a little story. Um, 
There's this one guy that he um, he comes to the boys' basketball games. He's like a mentor to the boys. And um, the first time that I was talking to him, I knew that he had gone to like Bible school or whatever. And he's like, oh my gosh, he's like, you're the first Christian that I've ever talked to that like actually talks about God. He's like, most people that call themselves Christians don't want to have anything to do with it. He's <laughs> like, man, you were talking to scriptures, you know, you were talking all about these things that God does. And I'm like, but that's my life. Like, that's who I am. Exactly. Yes. So you're, you picked up your cross and following me. You're not one of the, right. well, we're going to go back after church today and have a few beers after work, you know, or after <laughs> church, you know, it was really stressful <laughs> service this morning. You know, the pastor started flowing in the Holy Spirit. I didn't like that. I went home and had a few beers, smoked some blunts, you know, had and, the uh, but yeah, I just, yeah. I can't handle this. I, I'm anxious. I'm nervous. I, uh, you know. Have to have that wine to relax. Yeah, yes. I have to have, yes. you know, four bottles well, of wine. Well, I just wine. think that people, they don't really realize, like, the small choices that they make that lead to the bigger sin. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they don't realize, like, like, what do you, when you're getting in your car, what are you turning on the radio? Right. You know, what are you listening to? What are you mm -hmm. watching at home? Mm -hmm. And then that flows over into your kids, mm -hmm. you know, and they're witnessing, like, what's the choices mom and dad's making? If we wouldn't have made such a radical change Dude. that we made, Brandon, <laughs> like Isabella right and Christina, I mean, they write up little notes mm -hmm. to take to kids at school to tell them Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. They take the church cards to these kids. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine like how confused it would be? Like us turning from that life of sin and then yep. church every week, but not really seeing us serve him with our whole hearts. Right. Or you're going to church every week. But yet mom and dad has their alcohol in the refrigerator Yes. or mom and dad are watching their rated R movies and whatnot at home or, you know, our kids see everything yes. that we do. Yep. And I mean, this is unfortunately and why a lot of Christians get called hypocrites. Yeah. And if that is what's happening, it's okay. Like you can stop and make that change mm -hmm. and choose to live holy, right. yep. you know, because this isn't for conviction. This isn't or for condemnation. Mm -hmm. This isn't no, to make anyone not. feel like, right. you know, oh, I'm doing that. It's really, you know? it's really not. It's about like getting on fire for God. Yeah. When you're on fire for Jesus. And this is the thing, like there's. I got to say that there's a lot of people that don't know that our God, self-proclaiming Christians that don't know that our God manifests his presence, that the Holy Spirit baptism is a supernatural baptism. There's a water baptism and there is a baptism of the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and fire. And see, once that comes, that's when the power comes. That's when right. you're able to have ability to have self-control mm -hmm. over sin. This is what keeps mm -hmm. you. And, uh, it says, um, here's 1 Corinthians, uh, or no, uh, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. For as many as are the promises of God, they all find their yes answer mm -hmm. in him, Christ. For this reason, we also utter the amen, so be it, mm -hmm. to God through him. So there's in him, there's through him, in his person, and by his agency, to the glory of God. But it is God who confirms and makes us steadfast and establishes us in joint fellowship with you in Christ and has consecrated and anointed us in doing us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot of churches out here. I mean, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to come against our brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? Like, but it says that um, those that are led by the Spirit of God 
are the sons and daughters of God. Mm -hmm. And if you're led by the Holy Spirit, um, then you know that there's power. There's a supernatural ability and power found in this and mm -hmm. that there's relationship like it, this is this thing is real i mean mm -hmm. it is real and our god wants to become just as real to you as mm -hmm. you watching this as us sitting here in this room talking right now right. like that kind of reality and mm -hmm. there's more than one let me say i've had many encounters mm -hmm. with god i know you've had quite a <laughs> yes. few and you've had something <laughs> i've had quite a few uh, i have to say yeah. sunday sunday at church if uh uh, if y'all would turn on Touch Heaven Ministries and what happened on Sunday morning, but it was the Holy Ghost a moving and Holy Ghost meeting. It was the Holy Ghost. Yep. It was an invasion of the power and the presence of God. But it was so needed. It was needed. It yes, was. it was needed, and it was funny because you know all the people stayed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. usually God weans out people that aren't serious about the fire and him moving, you know, because the natural man and the natural mind doesn't understand the things of the spirit of God. And you know what I mean? You can't see God moving. Most of the time you're not going to see God's glory. I'm mm -hmm. telling you right now, if he would have opened spiritual eyes in that oh, place, they'd be, it would have been crazy. <laughs> I mean, people would have been like, whoa, 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 yeah, you know? Yeah. But see, since since I mean, sometimes it does. Like when I was a little boy, mm -hmm. I told you about the cloud manifesting. But when you know, to everybody else's, what are these guys doing? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The other thing that I was thinking about too, with all of this, part of like having our freedom and keeping our freedom, is like we had started talking about that holiness. And in Romans six, starting in verse twelve, it says. Do not let sin control the way you live. Yes. Do not give in to sinful desires. Mm -hmm. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Mm -hmm. Instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for God. Sin is no longer your master. For you no longer live under the requirements of the law. You live under the freedom of God's grace. And then mm. if we go down a little bit further, um, in verse, I'm going to go down to verse, I think it's 20. When you were slaves to sin, mm -hmm. you were free from your obligation to do what was right. Let yep. me think about that. Like when you guys were addicted to drugs, you couldn't do anything but serve that drug, right? That's oh, it. that's it. That's I it. mean, that's it. How my flesh felt and yeah. like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel good at it. Like, not being able to go to a funeral of a loved one. Not being able to, Attend you know, someone's wedding. Not mm -hmm. being able to go and even see your kids when they're in custody for the government because you're sick without getting high. You right. know what I mean? So many people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, when you're there, you, you understand. Yeah. And then, not to cut you off, but then in verse 21 it says, and what was the result? Well, you just shared the results. Yes. Now, or you are now ashamed of the things you used to do that ended in eternal doom. <laughs> so, I mean, even like thinking back on my own life, the stupid stuff that I used to do, I'm like, I'm ashamed that I did that stuff. Yes. And it, that was all a result, a, a, excuse me, a result of sin. Then verse 22 says, but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves to God. That kind of sounds bad, but I'd rather be a slave to God than to sin. 
Now you used to do those, now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. Yes. And then I love Romans chapter 8. I'm not going to read through all of this. But in Romans chapter 8, it talks about how living by sin, like that all leads to death. Like, and you can apply this to anything. I've used this like with food because like I went and like not eat the wrong foods all the time. And it's like, I, I don't want that to control my life. So it's like, instead of just saying sin in there, like I'll put the word food in there. So like whatever it is that you're struggling with, you can put that in instead. So like chapter eight, verse two of Romans, it says, and because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Hmm. And then, um, if you go down to verse 5, it says, Those who are dominated by the sinful natures think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and you don't think that you're displeasing God right. every move and step that you make mm-hmm. when you're walking in the Spirit. Right. Because you're literally carnally minded. Oh man, I just sinned. Oh man, I just sinned. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And you're mm-hmm. always thinking that you're sinning and always thinking that you're doing something wrong. But right. yeah. That, and, when you're living to that flesh, to satisfy your flesh, that all leads to death. Yep, and condemnation. And the scripture says, as you keep reading in chapter 8, he talks about how that leads to death. But when you live by the Spirit, yes. and what the Spirit's leading you to do, and you're living by the Word, that all leads to life. Yes. Exactly. And that's what we need. That's how we stay free, no matter what it is that we struggle with. Like, no matter what sin it is, like this law right here, what God says in His Word, this is how we stay free. Yep. And you can't just look at it once. Like, you have to keep going back to it, mind. putting yep. it above keep time. And putting yep. it in. Yep, yeah. you have to continually renew your mind. Yep, why read? Do you have that? Which Romans, one? Yeah, Romans 12, 1 and 2 about renewing your mind. Romans 12? If not, I have it right here. Yeah, I do actually. Okay. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. So that right there, that's big, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because that's God's will is for us to be a living sacrifice for him, right? Because that's what we do. We show Christ everywhere we go. Exactly. Don't copy the behavior Mm -hmm. and the custom of customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by the changing of the way you think, which in other translations is the renewing of your mind, the mind of Christ. Then you will learn to know God, to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got to read the message version of this real quick because I love how they explain this. Yeah. <clears throat> the message version, the message version of verses one and two says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. I'm going to go back to this for just a second. Um, It just came to me, too. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. That's so good. That people can't even recognize that you're a Christian. Yes. 
Yeah, because you become so like you're living in your lower, your flesh instinct. Don't be conformed your beast to this. Yes. Like transformed yes. by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. So J.D. Shuttlesworth, the, uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, the guy from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the preacher. So he says all the time, like that people get caught up and you live in your lower nature. Mm. And you're, okay, so all you're thinking about when you're in that beast mentality, just like an animal, mm -hmm. okay, like you get so strung out on work, it's work, food, sex, work, food, sex. Like mm -hmm. you're only thinking about where your yeah. next meal is from, coming from, mm -hmm. your next paycheck is coming animalistic. from. It's animalistic. Yeah, yeah you're, it's very you're, you become like a beast right. like in nature. You're not mm -hmm. living for as a Christian, as the Spirit of God would, you know, have you mm -hmm. live. And you're just going by and it's like, um, and there's so many people, like, what happens, though? It, Jesus tells us that, you know, when you're a light to the world, that you're not going to hide it under the bush. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what's happening right. when you're doing what you just described. Right. That's exactly right. what's happening. You're hiding under a bush. And see, according to the Old Testament, they would take animals and they would cut those, they would confess their sins into the animal. They would lay, the high mm -hmm. priest would lay his hand on that animal. He would confess the sins into it, shed its blood cut that animal up in pieces and put it on the, the altar of sacrifice mm -hmm. and burn it, literally burn it. And they, they would salt every sacrifice and it was lit with the fire that came from the mm -hmm. inside, the, the fire of God. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing that we are. Jesus said every sacrifice has to be salted and lit. He says you are salt and light. 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 Yep. So yep. you are a living sacrifice daily. I mean, when you look at the old covenant, it literally foreshadows mm -hmm. <laughs> and foreshadows what we are. Right. And like when you see Solomon going <clears throat> and dedicating the temple that he built for Yahweh, for Jehovah, Yahweh, when he when he goes and builds that temple, all the prayer that he prays and then what he says to God and literally with that dedication to the temple, that's the same way you dedicate this thing to God. Mm -hmm. You dedicate God. This is your house. I honor your name here. I love you. Mm -hmm. I receive the blood that was shed for me on the cross, the finished work of the cross. And see, when you honor the blood of Jesus Christ, we serve the God who answers by fire. Mm -hmm. And he will answer by fire. Yes. You will know. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Hallelujah. I mean, going off of like having to be a living sacrifice, giving God your everything, right? It can it can seem intimidating, mm -hmm. especially to people that are newly saved or they're like getting out of that life of addiction. But Paul, he he likens us here to being like fragile clay jars. Oh, yeah. We now have this light shining, and this is, hang on, this is 2 Corinthians four. chapter 4, verse 7 in the NLT. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure, which is the Holy Spirit within mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. which is Christ living in us. <clears throat> this makes it clear that our great power is from God and not yes. from ourselves. So it's yes. nothing that we do. It's not like any work that we can put in. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It's the spirit in us, right? So right. not by might, not by strength, but by my spirit, saith the God. Lord. Yes. So it's like uh, you can just let the pressure go. Mm -hmm. For me, like that was so freeing yeah. when I realized that it's not anything that I have to work for. Yes. I mm -hmm. can just like give it all to him and he'll lead me. He'll do the work. Right. You know, and yes. like that is just right a, here. This goes along with what you just said. Read well, the blue. Go ahead. Read the blue. 
But far be it from me to glory in anything or anyone except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The mm -hmm. Messiah. Yeah. Through whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Mm -hmm. That means everything and all the lusts of the world and everything that it has, had, it has to offer us. Because it even says we're to be separate from the world. We're, we live in the world, but well, we are separate from it. them. We're not of it. For neither is, never, I don't need to read that part. That has nothing to do with us right there. <laughs> But yeah, that was from Galatians. Mm -hmm. um, that was just him calling out some mm. people that stepped into the <laughs> about right. the circumcision. Right. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the thing that I like about Paul's writings in the epistles, especially like Ephesians, there's some in Galatians, it's in Colossians, and then even Peter, and I think and in John, like back towards the end, like first, second Peter, first, second, third John, they tell us what to do. Yep. Now in this new life, because you got to think about it. They were talking to the Jewish people and then too to Gentiles later that have newly gotten saved. Mm. Nobody was saved before Jesus came along. They Letters all, to the new churches, the right. churches that were just being built. Right. Mm. So he's talking to all these people who just got saved. They just are like, okay, I'm turning away from my mm -hmm. sin. Now, how do I live? Yep. So this is exactly what we need to be reading. Yep. And mm. he tells you, stay away from this. Stop doing this. Stop doing this. Don't do this. Don't do this. You used to do that before, but don't do it anymore. That's good. Mm -hmm. yep. So like, if you're confused about, well, what should I do? What should I not do? Like, how am I supposed to go to your Bible? Look in Galatians. Look in Ephesians. Oh, yeah. Ephesians look in Colossians. Loaded. Look in 1 Peter. They actually literally tell you what you should do and what you should not do. Oh, yes. And it tells you who you are. Like, yes. there's all these scriptures, like in Ephesians right here, what we were saying, there's like 172 scriptures. So the ones that I got highlighted in blue, every one of those scriptures, I actually have them highlighted in the blue. To over and 172, they, It's right? like over 172. Mm -hmm. Like there's in him, by him, for him. And these scriptures tell you what the Father did, Yahweh did for you, mm -hmm. what Yeshua, Messiah, Jesus did for you, and mm -hmm. what the Holy Spirit does for us on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. And like the finished work, what it means, the authority that you have, what you carry as a believer, um, it's it's absolutely amazing. And you know what, amazing. you saying that, talking about our authority, that's so big for new believers. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that people really have to get a hold yes. of too. Yes. Because when it comes to like living victorious after being saved from a life of sin, knowing our authority, that's huge. Yeah. Yes. You know, knowing mm -hmm. that you have authority over these desires, yes. you know, over the temptation of mm -hmm. the enemy, over sickness, right? over mental health issues mm -hmm. you know like God has set us free from all that but when you feel something like that trying to come back on you mm -hmm. you have authority to fight that right right and we don't have to claim those things as ours because you no. hear people say well my ADHD or my anxiety or my yes. addiction or my pro it's not yours like it doesn't belong to you stop saying yep. it's mine yep because it is not if you have been set free in Christ it is not yours if you have become a new creation in Christ that is dead and gone that person no longer has that so stop saying that's mine it's not and that's like and that's another thing that's what I was saying last time about like AA they mm -hmm. have you 
every single time you open a meeting, if you share, the confession is, hi, my name's Vanessa, I'm an alcoholic or mm -hmm. an addict. Mm -hmm. It's like they literally have you confessing that. Right. And I know CR does the same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and see it's you, my addiction. Yeah. No. And, and this, nope. the, this word right here, I don't, I, I'll tell you right now. So we, Jesus, and this is what the Father said, He's, or Jesus said, if my words abide in you, mm -hmm. if they abide in you, anything that you ask me, I will give it to you. So you're going to pray prayers based off of this, mm -hmm. off of this word. I don't see a serenity prayer in this word of God. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. Mm -mm. It's not in here. Mm -mm. And see, that's the thing. Give me the Holy Spirit to change what I can't yes. change. Yes. Because he'll change it. He'll <clears throat> burn it out of you with mm -hmm. the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh that <laughs> dude this thing is so huge. It's so <laughs> it's there's so much. Like I mean you could just go on and on and on mm -hmm. and on and on and on and right. on and on. And man thank like Paul writing all this stuff to us for us to understand mm -hmm. and him starting all these different churches and writing mm -hmm. letters to them hearing this was going on there, and right. this was going on there, and this was going yeah, on there. Yeah, and one of the things that he wrote to the Galatians, this was chapter 5 in Galatians verse 1, he said, so Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free, and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. And I yes. would say, don't get tied up again in slavery to sin. Yes. yes. Like, I know there's a verse, I think it's in Proverbs, that talks about a dog, how it goes back to its vomit. To its vomit yep. Don't be like, that's gross. I mean, that's, that's throw up. Why would you <laughs> want to go back and eat your throw up? That's what our sin is. We have to look at it that way. Yeah, you have to hate it, like, and hate that sinful nature, like, mm -hmm. literally to hate it. And that's another thing. Okay, so in Ephesians 1, Verse 4, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. So that's another thing, letting go of everything that has had you in bondage, like the thoughts of the sin that you committed. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I'm just going to be like completely honest. Things that women do when they're in addiction. Okay, so you wind up, you degrade yourself. Mm -hmm. And yep. God has freed you from that. Like he, right. Jesus makes you righteous in his sight. So mm -hmm. shame, guilt, all those things, all you have to, yeah, you have to let that go. And you know what, and being condemned, like when you read the, the Gospel of Mark, the very, Jesus said, those who are believing are baptized will be saved. Those that believe not, those that don't believe, it says they are condemned. Mm -hmm. Condemnation, you're, it's over. But it's eternal condemnation. Right. It's, you know. And in Romans, it says, I believe it's in chapter 8, there is now, there is now mm. no condemnation yes. for those who are in Christ. Yes. yes. So when we are saved and we have put that life behind us, we're not condemned anymore. Yep. And I don't remember where the scripture, I think it's in Colossians. It talks about how there was a written code against us that when Jesus died, that was erased. And <clears throat> I, I thought of it this way, like if you took a piece of paper and like the enemy wrote down all these things that he has, you know, you did this wrong, you're gonna do that wrong, you're a failure, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, you're never gonna amount to anything, you're gonna have problems all your life, you're not gonna have any money. Like he writes all this stuff down, but when Jesus died on the cross, God took that, 
he nailed it to the cross of Christ. Mm. And then I pictured this way, like when the blood of Jesus came down on that cross, it went down that paper and completely wiped it clean. That's and good. then it's like, I just thought, go into the depths of the sea. I really like that. Yeah. Like those things that the devil has said about, the people have said about you, that your family has said about you. Well, you're dumb. You're never going to mount anything. You can't do this right. You can't do that right. Everybody <laughs> else in our family did this. Everybody else did that. You're just going to do the same thing. No, God looks at us completely different. Yep. And when he looks, through, looks at us through the blood of Jesus, he doesn't see that. He sees that that paper is wiped clean. It is gone. He sees this new creation that was made in Christ. Yes. Mm, amen. That's the power of your blood, and too. It amen. is. It really is, too. And uh, so, I, you know, like for, for me and her, the transformation that took place. See, when you have an encounter with Jesus, there, mm -hmm. there's a total transformation. When you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and you're just not the same anymore. Like when I share my testimony, um, they're looking at a totally different person than mm -hmm. the person that we're describing. Mm -hmm. So I guess the best way we could describe it, Vanessa, is if we jumped out of an airplane without parachutes on, and when we hit the ground and you peeled us up off of the ground, you'd say, my, Brandon and Vanessa, you guys look different. You walk Flat different. Stanley. You talk different. <laughs> You're just different people. So that's the best way I could explain what happened to us. It was a total, total transformation. And... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it. So mm -hmm. also it says in Timothy... Second uh, Timothy, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, yes. of cowardice. This is Amplified Classic I love this. version of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear. But he is giving us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. And then verse nine, for it is he who delivered and saved us. So being delivered from what? I mean, the curse of the law. Uh, sin, death, all these mm -hmm. things that Jesus delivered. Anxiety, depression, addiction. Fear. You name mm -hmm. it. You name it. There isn't one thing that the human race goes through that his blood cannot wash away Amen. and smash it. You Amen. name it. I don't care what it is. His blood it speaks today. It's still speaking. It's, it'll and never it lose its power. it speaks a better word. Than that of Abel. Yep. And that blood is still, it, it'll never lose its power through all eternity. For it is he who delivered us and saved us and called us with a calling in itself, holy and leading to holiness, to a life of consecration, a vocation of holiness. He did it, not because of anything of merit that we have done, but because of and to further his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began mm -hmm. eternal ages ago. Mm -hmm. Down 1 to 11. For the proclaiming of this gospel, this good news, I was appointed a herald, a preacher, an apostle, a special messenger and teacher of the Gentiles. And this is why I am suffering as I do. Still I am not ashamed, for I know, perceive, and have knowledge of, and am acquainted with him whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to guard and keep that which has been entrusted to me, and which I have committed to him until that day. Hold fast and follow the pattern of the wholesome and sound teaching which you have heard from me, and all the faith and love which are for us in Christ Jesus. Guard and keep with the greatest care, the precious and excellently adapted truth, 
which has been entrusted to you by the help of the Holy Spirit who makes his home in us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hallelujah. That was a mouthful, but that's good. Yeah, yeah that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think too, one of the other main things, and I think maybe one of the last things we really need to focus on is once that stuff is gone, once that sin is gone, yeah, there's an emptiness, there's that void that has to be filled correctly. Yes. Mm. And in Ephesians 5, verse um, 17 and 18, it's, this is the King James Version. It says, Wherefore, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, whereas in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Yes. And I've heard, I think it's in the Greek that um, the way that it is said is like, be being filled. Like, constantly yes. be being filled. It is, yep. And I remember... Um, we were listening to like old Christian songs or whatever, and the one Marty Blackwelder had, um, it was just Marty one Black. dose of the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. It's, not <laughs> it's never gonna be enough. Yes. Yeah, so we've gotta dose. think about that. Like even if you have one encounter with God, like that's not enough. Mm. No. Nope. We're supposed to be hungry for that. We're supposed to be craving that. We're supposed to be going after Him. And we're to be constantly filled keeping ourselves filled up yep. because i mean i know lately i've been doing so much stuff like helping people praying like teaching all this stuff Pouring and it's like the pitcher's like going like this and it keeps getting poured and keeps getting poured but if i don't fill it back up by taking time in the word taking time with my father taking time praying in the holy ghost Hmm. This is going to be empty, and then I have nothing else to give. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. And then what's going to creep in? The garbage of the world. Yep. So it is so important for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is. And, I mean, I don't know, maybe the denomination or the church that you go to, it might not talk about being filled with the Spirit. Or may, maybe they don't emphasize that. But when Jesus was here on this earth... He gave us the exact example of how a Christian is to live filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. Because I used to get so upset by the verses that would say, and, you know, you're going to do the same works as Jesus and greater works. Yep. And I know I've shared this with you guys, but it's like that made me so mad because it's like, that's not fair. This is Jesus. Like, he is God's son. How am I supposed to do the same things that he did? Yep. And it was that getting in the word and seeing, and he was filled, and he was filled, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. And once I got a revelation of that, it's like, oh my gosh, like he just put us on a level playing field because he was a human. Yes. Yeah, he didn't have sin. Okay, I got that. Go ahead. But... He did it all under the power of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Exactly. Have I'm going to read this that, real that quick. Revelation it's Acts 10.38. Yes. This is, uh, th and this right here, what she's about to read, Acts 10.38. This is when Peter goes to Cornelius' house. Oh, yeah. Cornelius the Gentile 
which Peter wasn't even aware that the Gentiles could receive the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. yet. But this okay. is what he says here. So, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. And I'm going to stop there because someone pointed this out the other day. Jesus of Nazareth. That was him in his most humanly form. Mm. You it know, didn't it didn't Jesus say Messiah. Jesus Christ. Right? It or didn't the son say of God. the Son of God. No. It said Jesus of Nazareth. That's mm -hmm. who he was in his most humanly form, right? So, with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus mm -hmm. went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Mm -hmm. Yep, so he anoints everybody. Every Okay, so the word Christ means Messiah, but both of those words, Christ and Messiah, they mean anointed one, yep. the anointed one. So the anointed one and his anointing, I can do all things through Christ, the anointing, mm -hmm. and through, through the anointing, and the anointed one who strengthens me. It's his anointing. It's That's the equipment and the power to get the job done. Now, Jesus read this scripture personally and said to them, this has been fulfilled in your eyes and ears today. So this is, and this scripture, when I read it, I know that this is about me too. It says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings, the meek to the meek, to the poor, to the afflicted, and he has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison, and of the eyes of those who are bound. So this is about the anointing. Now Jesus said this and said, today this scripture has been fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So Jesus didn't even begin his ministry until the Holy Ghost come upon him. Mm -hmm. So this is why the Holy Ghost and power, it has to come mm -hmm. upon you. And this is why Jesus was showing us how to live as men mm -hmm. and women in the flesh, but to have the Holy yes. Spirit, which is upon us. Yep, and I like too, knowing that this Holy Spirit that we're talking about is the same Spirit that God sent into hell to raise Jesus up out of the grave. And yes. it wasn't just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. It was explosive yes. dynamite power. Oh yes. And that is the power that we have residing on the inside of us when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, I just, I kind of got this. Somebody might be asking, well, when I get saved, don't I have the Holy Spirit come in me? Aren't I saved? Aren't I full of the Holy Spirit? Okay, so there is the I got saved and the Holy Spirit lives in me mm. as my mark, as my guarantee that, hey, if I die, I'm going to heaven. Yes. But then there is the infilling where he's already here and now he's coming up on and over. And yes. this is what Paul preached. This is what Jesus operated in yes this is this is what we have experienced yep. this is the power that we talk about it happens in Acts is chapter that two, four, coming ten. up over on us yep and it just so happens that the evidence of it is speaking in other tongues yes so this here when when you're in the word when you are obeying what god says when you are spending time praying in the holy ghost it's this stuff all working together because i mean I've watched Dave live. Now, I didn't know him when he was an alcoholic. I didn't know him right when he got free, but I've watched him for 18 years not even touch a drop. And, and not have a problem with it. Well, he's like, I'll have crazy thoughts that come and I'll have those temptations that come. He's like, but I look at it and it's like, no, I, I don't want that. And I'm like, I look at you guys and I didn't know you before, but to see you now, 
with you know being full of the power of the Holy Spirit, I yeah. see what a difference God has made in your lives. Yeah. So I mean, you can attest to it. You guys are living proof. I live with one. You know, this is what God does for us. This is how we stay free. And yeah. this is how we have our victory over those addictions and temptations. Yep. Yeah, and when those thoughts do come, it's casting down every vain imagination. And that's from the Word of mm -hmm. God, the scripture that you just used. What is, yes. what is so it exactly? Go it ahead and casting, get the whole thing. Well, I don't, I don't have it right here, but it's casting down every vain imagination every that thought, would try to yep. exalt itself mm -hmm. over the Word of God, over yep. the power of God. So when yep. you, what that means is when you're having a thought like that or a craving, you take it to the word. Yes. Okay, because you have authority over that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. no, that's not who I am. This is what the word says. This mm -hmm. is who I am in Christ. This is what Jesus and did for me. Yes. I'm free. Yes. Yep. So you cast down those thoughts. You go to the word. Anything that would exalt itself over the word of God yep. has mm -hmm. no authority, no power, but those thoughts will come. Yep. Right. You know, there are, there are, yes. and that's the enemy. Cause like you had mm -hmm. spoke about on the last episode, that's where the devil works yep. is in your mind. That's yes. the only place that he can really get to you is mm -hmm. in your mind. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you have those thoughts, you know, it doesn't line up with the word of God. Right. So you know, it's from the enemy mm -hmm. and you have authority over that mm -hmm. and you have power over that mm -hmm. to cast those thoughts down. Yep. They can come, but they have to go. Yep. I agree. They can't stay yes. by the yes. blood of Jesus. They can't stay. And it yes. says, submit yourselves unto God, submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil and he yes. will flee. And what As does it mean? Terror. Amen. Yes. As, right. What she just said. I mean, he's going to run away. With his I mean, tail tucked gonna, between yep, his legs. He's going to run away. <laughs> so, and it says in the book of Revelation, you know, it says that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb mm -hmm. and the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. And see, we have a testimony because of the blood of the lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. That's Amen. why we even have one at all. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it wasn't anything I did. That's nope. for sure. Let nope. me tell you. There was nothing I did. Hallelujah. Right. What are we talking about next time? Well, next week, as you were starting to talk about how the enemy comes and will talk to our minds, we have to be able to discern what is the enemy's voice, what is our voice, what is God's voice, what are familiar spirits. Oh, We've yeah. got all kinds of voices that are vying for our attention. And there's all kinds of voices that we can listen to. Mm. But Jesus says that my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger, they will not listen to. Yeah, we'll yep. So we need to discern whose is whose and what is what. Yep. So who's closing this up today? Go ahead, Brandon. Um, all, right. all right. The prayer of salvation. So if you haven't ever received Jesus, Oh, hallelujah. Tell us if you get saved <laughs> from this. I want to know. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I want to know that you said this prayer, you, yes. you know, just comment or whatever, because, you know, uh, it's amazing, you know, and this is what we do. Like as, as an evangelist, as someone that was, you know, called as a herald of truth, as a herald of God's word and for God to entrust me with something like that and entrust me to preach his word to people. Right. And the way that the fire of God fell on me and changed my whole life on March 14, 2021. So we always ask God, do it again. Do it to them. Mm -hmm. God, do to them what you did to me. God, touch them like you did me. Reveal and manifest yourself to them like you did me. Father, as they say this prayer, 
do to them what you did to me. Mm -hmm. Ignite them with the fire of the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost, with the joy, with the fragrance. Everything you did to me, Father, I ask that you open, and mm -hmm. open their eyes. So repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that he is the son of God and that he came in the flesh and he died on the cross for my sins and you raised him from the dead. I receive the blood. I receive my salvation and the washing away of my sins. Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, I thank you for your blood and your sacrifice and I honor it and I thank you for your Holy Spirit. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling upon you. I'm laying down my life at the altar. I've lived how I wanted to live long enough, Father. You become Lord mm -hmm. of every decision, yes. of every thought, Lord of my life. Mm -hmm. Lord, I don't just wanna honor you with mm -hmm. my lips. I wanna honor you with my heart. Mm -hmm. My whole heart is yours. My whole life is yours. Mm -hmm. From this day forward, I lay it all down like you laid it all down for me. Mm -hmm. And I will serve and walk this out with you. Father, come consume me with your fire and your spirit and come and guide me and lead me as John 14 says you would do through the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, yes. amen. And amen. if you said that amen. prayer, I'm telling you right now, you're, you're, you're mm -hmm. a citizen of heaven. You're saved. All of heaven mm -hmm. is rejoicing. Mm -hmm. I'm rejoicing right <laughs> now because I know. You know what I mean? I know. I know. And, you know, people, see, after you have an encounter with God, mm -hmm. everybody that's in this Bible, I'm telling you right now, everybody that God uses in this book, everybody that he uses, everybody, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. Most people, when you first come to God, you're like looking, he's the God who was. You know, it says he's the God who was, the God who is, the God who is to come. But once you have an encounter with him, he becomes the God who is. Mm -hmm. And that's the way you present him and represent him is as the God who is. He's alive. He's well. He's still moving the same, same way that he did yesterday, today, and forever. And every person that's in this book that he used, we all have one thing in common, even the ones today that he's using. We've all had an encounter with God. So I'm telling you to press in for the fire, yes. press in for an encounter, mm -hmm. press in with everything you have. I'm telling you, turn your face to the wall, get your eyes off a of man mm -hmm. and just make it you and God. And God mm -hmm. will come and touch you and he'll light you on fire and he'll use you as a mouthpiece mm -hmm. in this generation to cut through the noise that's out there. Cause there's a lot of noise yeah. in this generation, but I'm telling you, he gave you a mouthpiece to cut through the noise. Amen. And with this word, it divides, it's alive mm -hmm. and it divides soul spirit joint and joint marrow. and marrow hallelujah mm -hmm. amen thank you jesus amen well all right thank you so much for joining us this week and we look forward to hearing from you next week yep yahweh forever amen